worship the God who is. We worship the God who forevermore will be. Decision by faith 
that I'll keep praising God. I'll keep lifting him up. I'll keep, why? Because he's worthy. Amen. He's worthy of our adoration. He's worthy of our worship. And if we just keep commanding that soul on the inside of us, why are you dead cast? Come on, soul. Lift up. Praise God. I know that he's a healer. I know he's a restorer. I know that he's got me in the palm of his hand. He will never leave me nor forsake me. He's the rock and foundation on which I stand. Amen. Come on, I want to sing that so I will praise if we can. Just, and I, I don't know what it is that maybe you're going through this morning, but whatever it is, why don't you just make a decision? Let's just take a minute. Okay, you know what? I'm still going to praise. I'm still going to lift up the name of Jesus. Come on, let's do it. So I praise you on the mountain. Thank you, Father. We're going to pray. And I praise you when the mountains in my way. You're the summer when my feet are. So I praise you in the valleys on the sea. No less God within the shadows. No less faithful when the night leads me astray. You're the hell in my heart. In the highlands and the highways of the Thank you, Father. Hey, we're going to pray this morning. If you need prayer, if you need an answer, I want to tell you, you are serving a God of the impossible this morning. And we're going to express it. So would you just lift your voice and lift your hands this morning as we pray. Father, we thank you right now. We come in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up every person, every family in C3 Church, Noosa this morning. God, and we just pray. Father, for those that are needing answers, for those that need a miracle, for those that need heaven open over their lives right now, God, I pray, would you come? Father, would you begin to send your love and affirmation and healing, God, where provision is needed, I pray that we begin to flow into people's lives. God, where people are searching, Father, you begin to open doors. God, I thank you for your divine guidance, your divine counsel, God, your divine wisdom. Lord, I pray right now we just speak life into families. We speak life into Americans. We speak life into our children. God, we speak life into our community. God, this morning, we thank you that you are a God of the impossible. Father, we thank you that you are a God of the miraculous. God, that you answer prayer. I thank you for testimony rising up in the hearts of our people this morning. That we would declare your goodness. That we would declare your faithfulness. Father, this morning, God, we thank you. Lord, we thank that this is a house full of men and women, not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus, but ready to worship and proclaim your name. Father, we thank you that you continue to, we would continue to see the lost and hurt and broken in this house. God, now's the time, now's the day, now's the season. Father, we lift up those in leadership. God, in government, in community, even in our own church, we pray right now for our major leaders. God, that you would settle them, establish them. I thank you that you're stirring their heart with fresh vision. God, a new word, a voice in season for our people. And our community, God, bless them. Bless their family. Strengthen them. Pour your grace and mercy upon them. Father, thank you for the fruit that's coming out, God, in every area of this church. Hey, if you believe that this morning, why don't you just give God praise? Hey, it's so good to see you this morning. Hey, you can take a seat this morning. That's cool. Welcome to C3 Noosa. 
My name is Justin. I'm part of the team here. And I just want to do something. You know, it's a very special Sunday. We are very honoured and privileged to have an amazing couple, a very special man in our midst this morning. Carl. Can we just give it up for Carl? Carl has been with C3 Nusa pretty much from the beginning. He came in, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, chatting to everyone. He has a whole compendium of messages. I think you've probably got all of them, Carl, that we've ever preached. He's just been such an inspiration because he's been so consistent and faithful in just engaging in our community. He's part of our church and we love him. We've been so blessed by him. And today is extra special because he is 93 years young today. So only the dust of the because we are going to come around Carl and honor him. Oh, we honor you, Carl. We want to sing happy birthday to you this morning. Come on, ready? Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear God. Happy birthday to you. We're going to come around at the time of offering and giving this morning. So I would like to invite the one and only Dance One. Come on, Dance One. We love this. He's an amazing part of our church family to share this morning. How are you, Mama? I'm good. Good. I'm advertising. Yeah, you're Good morning, church. Good morning. Um, there, Carl, it's so good to see you and happy birthday. And Gemma, it's so nice to see you in church. It's so good to see you. Welcome. And Faye Robinson, don't sit up the back. There is a beautiful face I have not seen for a while. So um, okay, um, about uh, maybe two months ago, um, some amazingly beautiful, generous person in our church bought a whole lot of $200 Coles gift vouchers um, and gave them to Christian and said, guys, you know, give them out to someone who you think is in need. So we got the, as a connect group leader, we got a message saying, hey, if you know of anybody, let us know and we can bless someone. So I want to tell you about a little blessing that whoever that wonderful person was and the whole church, obviously, because we're always a blessing, um, gave to this particular mama. She's actually, um, she's a single mum. She has a little boy at Indy's Kindy who has Down syndrome. Anyway, um, she's had a really tough year. She's got a two-year-old son. Her partner is not really a nice person. Um, and she was homeless this year for a little while, so sleeping, basically sleeping on couches with her little kids. So I said to Christian, oh, give some to me, or give me one. I just thought one would bless her amazingly, and he gave me two. So I wrote her a note, because I wasn't going to talk to her about it. I was just going to kind of give it to her at kindy, because I didn't want it to be awkward, you know, and I didn't want to be weird, basically. So I just wrote her a note, and I said, hey... These vouchers were gifted to our church, and I just really feel like you should be blessed. So, I'll just yell. Um, so, I gave her the, I went to give her the envelope, and she's like, she was really shocked, and she was like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? She wanted me to tell her basically what was in there, and I'm like, um, um, it's just a little gift from, you know, um, Someone in our church gifted me so I can pass it on to you. It's not from me. It's from my church. I just made that very clear because I didn't want to take any of the credit for that beautiful gift. 
Um, and then she sent me this message. So I gave it to her. She immediately started crying. Um, I had to leave because, you know, I just had to go and, you know, go to work and whatever. So I had to go. But she said, she said, oh, my goodness, the other word, Nicole, I'm crying. You are such a beautiful person. Thank you so much. I said, you deserve it. Be blessed. She said, I'm sitting in my car bawling. I really appreciate it so much. God bless you. So she's like blessing me now. And I said, we have the most generous people at our church. If you ever need anything, let me know. She said, please thank everyone for me. I'm actually struggling a lot at the moment. And this has brightened up my whole week. You're amazing. And I said, I will. Somebody upstairs loves you. And she did a little, you know, that face that's like doggy, sad eyes kind of thing. And I just wanted to remind us that, you know, us being generous is us being Jesus to other people, you know. that I don't know what that seed sown is going to produce in her life, but I just pray for her that she will find him through this. And I want to just read a scripture to you. Um, if I can find it, it was open. Very organised, obviously. Um, it's in Matthew 25. Verse 35 to 40. I think this is the Passion Translation. I kind of flick between translations. I don't know if anyone does that on their Bible app. But anyway, it said, For when you saw me hungry, you fed me. When you found me thirsty, this is Jesus talking, you gave me drink. When I had no place to stay, you invited me in. And when I was poorly clothed, you covered me. When I was sick, you tenderly cared for me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. Then godly, then the godly will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty? and give you food and something to drink? When did we see you with no place to stay and invite you in? When did we see you poorly clothed and cover you? When did we see you sick and tenderly care for you or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, don't you know when you cared for one of the least of these? My little ones, my true brothers and sisters, you demonstrated love for me. I don't know why I get so upset. Anyway, so your gift matters. Like when you are generous to other people, it actually is you demonstrating that with him. Yeah, right. So anyway, so let's pray. Let's take what we've got. And you know what? If you feel like you're, because every time we sow, we're sowing seeds. And if you feel like your seeds are um, getting low, just reach into your bag anyway because you know what? God will keep pouring in if you keep pouring out pouring in and you can pour out be a blessing to someone alright let's pray thank you Jesus Lord as we reach into our into our seed bag Father we thank you Lord that our heart is to serve you to bless you and to look after your people on this earth while you are in heaven and we just pray right now Father as we give Lord that you will that you will look after us too, Father, that you will watch over our families, that you will bless us for being a blessing. Thank you, Lord, that as we are more generous, Father, that you are even more generous with us and you keep replenishing what is going down, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, for the heart in every one of these beautiful givers this morning, that you will just overwhelm them with your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's share out these praises. Come on. Let's just stir ourselves. The Bible says, stir yourself in your most holy faith. And I can't have faith for you. I can have faith with you, but I can't have faith for you. God is only moved by faith, not by need, not by circumstance, not by situation. Moved by faith. 
as his faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen, faith pleases God. There's nothing else in life that pleases God except our faith in His ability. And I want to share, you know, this one, Ephesians 3, 20 says, Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine, to Him be the glory in the church for all generations. Can we give Him some glory this morning? Can we give Him some praise? Can we remember our level of faith in the house? Let's sing this through one more time. Let's just get excited. We got breath in our lungs. We got joy in our heart. Jesus is alive. Let's celebrate this morning. This joy in the house of the Lord. This joy in the house of the Lord today. We won't be tired. The shadow of the This joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. We won't be tired. We shout out your praise. Oh, And every week he gets his YouTube and he listens to the song. We're going to have fun this morning. Why don't you smile at somebody? Why don't you clap or shout or or something as you grab your seats this morning? We're going to have some fun coming around the word. Are you glad to be in church this morning? Glad to be in the presence of God. It is so nice to see so many people visiting and new faces and friendly faces and old faces and it's just, it's good to be here. The title of my message this morning is Inside Job. There is an inside job. And I'll get to that in a minute, but Lord help us, we need it. Amen. If you ever don't know what to pray, pray that because it kind of covers everything. We need help. He gives the help. We're fine. But this morning, I want to talk about something that I think is one of the most powerful and defining attributes of a believer, or should be. I want to talk to us about peace. Peace with self, peace with others, peace with God, and and peace with our circumstances. Could anybody do with a little bit more peace in their life? This is a big generalization, but but honestly, I, I kind of believe in myself that most people, to some level or degree, live agitated, distressed, concerned, coerced, fearful, guilt-ridden. They live with some level of angst in their life, perhaps from what they've been brought up through or they've experienced or they've, they've walked through. Or, But God doesn't want us to live this way. God, he didn't create you in his image and likeness for you just to get through, just to get by, just to scrape in, just to make ends meet. God created you in his image and likeness that you would live at peace and thrive in life. That, that's why you've been placed on this planet, to reflect, as Nick was saying, the image of God in the earth today. 
God wants you to thrive. He wants you to live abundantly blessed. Not just talking about materially, but in every area of your life. He wants to throw open the windows of heaven. He wants to pour out blessing. He wants to fill your life. But we have a part to play in what God wants for our lives. He's got plans and purposes, but we have to do something with the plans and purposes that he has for our life. Amen? Amen. And peace is just having an inner disposition or posture which allows us to rise above and live beyond situation and circumstance so that we can remain constant and contented. So often we live discontented and and unfamiliar with what's going on and we're not constant. But the Apostle Paul in Philippians 4, starting in verse 11, he says, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I've learned to have everything. I've learned to have nothing. It doesn't change my internal disposition. Because with Christ, I have everything. With Christ, I will get through. With Christ, I'll make it to the other side. With Christ, I will, will prevail in this situation. I love what it says in John 14, 27. I'm going to read this a few times this morning. It says, this is Jesus speaking. He says, I'm leaving you a gift. I came to earth, God incarnate. I I manifested as man on the earth. I'm giving you a gift, peace of mind and heart. The greatest gift God has for our lives is, is peace of mind and heart. The peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So, Don't be troubled or afraid. I love that through the scriptures it says, be anxious for nothing. Fear not, for I am with you. I'm giving you a gift, so don't be troubled or afraid. The days and seasons change. What you face or are challenged by, come and go, but don't be afraid. I'm leaving you a gift. And and I was thinking this morning, I was up early, 4.30, I watched the sunrise at quarter to five. Absolutely beautiful. But I was thinking that, what we carry internally is far more important than what we contend with externally. Yeah. Yeah. Let me say that again. What we carry internally is far more important than what we contend with externally. And, and so often we want our external to shift and change, but we do nothing about the inside. But I want to tell us this morning, it's an inside job. It's always an inside job. And this world offers us no reason to be peaceful. No reason to be stressless. No reason to, to not have burdens and cares and frustrations. This world doesn't, doesn't do anything to alleviate our emotions. But we serve a God who offers us peace daily. Every single day. He says, my grace, my mercies are anew every morning. What I have for you today will carry you through the day, but you have to accept what I have for you today, and what I have for you today is enough. Yeah. But so often we're desiring more. We want we want more than what we have. We're, we're desiring and, and, and we're wanting and we're hoping for, but we're not living in the moment filled with joy and peace with what God has already brought. And true peace finds its source in our God. So whenever you're lacking peace, you can go to him and you will find that peace. And and I want to focus on this this morning because I think it's a massive issue in life today. Most people are not peaceful. 
They are worried. They are stressed. They are carrying burdens. They are, they're weighed down and they're, they're anxious. But I'm telling you, God wants to carry you beyond your today. I've used this illustration a thousand times, but God's here saying all things are working together for your good. And where he going, no, we're not. He goes, yes, they are. I'm out here beyond what you're currently facing. I'm here and it's all good. If you keep walking towards me, if you keep walking through what you're challenged by right now, you'll get to this place and it's all good. The place of fulfilled dreams, the place of peace, the place where my presence is. But you've got to keep walking through your today to get to God's tomorrow where it's all good. Amen. Amen. And, and, and while we're worrying, freaking out, stressing out, he's waiting for us to simply accept him, to enter into what he's already given us. So we're freaking out. And I'm not making light of this in, in any way because we've all got stuff going on in our worlds. But we're here and we're freaking out. There's, there's bills to be paid. The doctor said, people think there's a pandemic. You, know, you don't know what I went through 15 years ago and, and what I'm carrying today. But before we go to that place, shouldn't we see what the Word says about our lives? Yeah. Shouldn't we see what God has promised as believers? Because the deal is this, if you've asked Christ into your life, you can accept the promises from His Word. But you have to know what those promises are. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Philippians 2 and 8, it says this. It says, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and has given him a name which is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, I'm so worried, at the name of Jesus, I'm so broke, at the name of Jesus, I'm so stressed, at the name of Jesus, how often do you use the name of Jesus as, as a weapon of warfare against your emotions, against your thoughts and your anxieties, against what you're facing? Every knee shall bow, those in heaven, those on earth, those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. There is nothing more powerful in this earth than the name of Jesus. There is no force in, in, in eternity that is greater than the God we serve, than Jesus and the Holy Spirit. You, you, are, you are weaponized. You, are, you, you have what you need to get through. You don't have to worry. You can be at peace. And my prayer is that we will leave today at peace because yeah. life is good and God is for you and he's with you and he's orchestrating things for your good right now. He's doing more behind your back than you can see before your eyes. You just have to keep walking forward in faith. And uh, I was talking to my dad this morning and he said, son, I love how you preach. Just go a little bit slower. I said, yes, Dad, I will. <laughs> so Dad, I will. I did. <laughs> but I thought about a statement that Dad said all the time when we were kids. And he'd say, peace can only be found in a state of order. Yeah. Yeah. Peace can only be found in a state of order. Not disorder, not chaos, not frenetic energy. And yeah, true. Peace can only be found. Everything God does has order. The way he created us, the way he wired us, the way he's positioned us is, is with intent and design. It, it's, it's ordered. And we have to order our thoughts and emotions if we're ever to experience the gift of peace that God has for us. The Bible says take every thought captive 
We have to rage against this machine. We have to rage against the constant swirl of thoughts and emotions that wash over our mind and say, you know what, I'm just, I'm just not going to accept that. And I wanted to ask you, in, in what order do you think? Fear over faith or faith over fear? Where do you go first? The second you experience something, the second something happens, what's your disposition? Or what's your position in life? Is it, I'm fearing now. This has just happened, now I go to fear. Or is it, this This just happened, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God has called me to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath. No, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus. Where do you go to? Because I want to encourage us to flip that switch this morning and say, I'm going to faith. You can't live in camp fear and camp faith at the same time. Yeah. You can't coexist in these, but you have to choose a side. You have to go to work on yourself and you say, I'm going to be disciplined to believe what I believe. I'm going to be disciplined to stand in that place of faith going, I may not understand. I may not see how. I may, I, this doesn't make a whole lot, but I know my God shall. My God shall. My God shall. Because while the enemy is dishing out fear, God is pouring out peace. He comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. That's the life that you've been created for, designed for, called into. But you have to step into what you've been called into. We have to. Uh, uh, it's time for the church to rise in strength. It's time for the church to rise with a voice that says, "I am the head, not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I don't live subject to situation and circumstance. I'm not going to be buffeted around by every storm or or challenge or, or emotion that comes across my way. I'm a victor in life." You are a victor in life. You can live in victory, walk in victory. I want you to talk in victory. I want you to declare what your tomorrow is going to be. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Romans 5, 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May the God of hope. You don't have to live hopeless because we serve a God that is the God of hope. So again, we just have to connect ourselves to him. We have to reconnect. And I want to challenge you this morning. What's your connection like to Christ? Because I can desire that my, my iPad is charged. But if I don't plug it in, it's not going to be charged. It eventually will run out. And I can run on fumes for a while. Yeah, I sang that song last week. I, I read my Bible last month. I prayed last year. But God wants you connected daily. He wants you to plug in and find that source of hope. Yeah. Of peace, of joy, of forgiveness, of life, of deliverance, of healing. But it only comes as we plug in. John 15 says, abide in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. We're trying to create and be and appear and, and do and have fruit coming out here. And look what I've done. And he says, all you need to do is abide in me. I will be with you and your life will bear the fruit that you've been created to bear. It's time to go to work on ourselves. It's time to to dig in deep. It's time to grow. You know, it, it says in Hebrews 6, therefore, you know, let us leave the elementary teachings and principles so we don't have to go through salvation again and repentance of, of dead works. Let us move on. God wants us to progress in life, to grow in him. Isaiah 54 says, enlarge the place of your tent. You've been given the tools to get bigger in life, to overcome in life, to live in victory. Enlarge your tent. 
Stretch out your ten pegs. Stretch out the curtains wide. Go to work on yourself. And I want to encourage you. I, I was talking to somebody this week, and they literally cannot do life except as a victim. Yeah. It, they, they look through the filter, uh, the filter of, I am a victim. So it doesn't matter what happens, they're always the victim. They've always been wrong. I just choose to live on the other side of that lens. Yeah. I'm never a victim. There is nothing that happens to me that's going to take me out, that's going to take me down, that's, that's going to overcome me. I'm going to overcome it every single time. Because yeah. greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Yeah. There's a greater force, a greater power. It says in Ephesians 1, it says, the same power that God worked in Jesus Christ when he raised him from the dead is at work in you. Yeah. You can be at peace today because the same Holy Spirit. So Jesus dead, three days dead, buried in a tomb. Raised to life. That same power is at work in your life. Yeah, right now, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're facing, whatever emotions are swirling on the inside of you, God is working for you. Yeah. And Isaiah 64 says, God works for those that wait for him. He meets with those who rejoice. Yeah. So as we just get to a, a point of joy, like the Apostle Paul was saying, I, I can do love. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I, I can have nothing. I can have everything. It doesn't have control over my life. Jesus Christ has control of my life. Yeah. The Spirit of God co coursing through my veins, it causes me to live upright. It causes me to walk strong towards my future. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Colossians 3 says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let it. Accept it. Trust it. Walk in it. Have you ever... Being in that place and it's kind of been so peaceful, you, you get uneasy. God actually wants you to live at that place. This is, this is too easy. This is, there's just a flow to my life. There's just, it's easy. That's how God actually designed you to live. I love this because it says, let peace rule. Most people can't let peace rule because it's foreign to them. It, it, it's foreign to what they've experienced or to what they believe they deserve. You deserve peace. See, we want to be Christ in the earth. We want to be a reflection of God and his glory in the earth, but you'll never be more like that except when you're peaceful. Yeah. When you're peaceful and the disposition of your soul is, we'll get through this. We'll get beyond this. It'll be all right. It'll work out. All things are working together for my good. God is for me and not against me. When, when, when that's our position in life, everything else starts to work itself out. Our relationships... Our emotions, our, our everything in life, so, because peace is a heart issue. Yeah. And the Bible tells us to guard our hearts, for out of it flow the wellspring of life. Peace is, is a heart issue. So I want you to go to work on your heart today. <coughs> I want you to accept, I want you to let peace rule. Yeah. Not fear, mm -hmm. not opinion, not expectation. Not intrepidation about the future or what's going to happen next week or what mandate's coming out or what are they shutting down here. No, no, no. Let peace rule. Yeah. Yes. Today, right now, wherever you are, and I'm telling you, you'll start to see things differently. Yeah. When you allow yourself, a lot of people I know don't allow themselves to get peaceful. But that's peace can only be found in a state of order where I take control. Today we can take back control of our lives. Yeah. And the way we do that is to die to self yeah. and to come alive in him. Yeah. To trust in him, to wait on him, to believe in him.
Amen? Amen. I wrote this this morning. I, I, just as I was thinking, I was thinking, what, what has God done for you? What's God done for you? What's he done for you, mate? Seriously. Uh, he brought you peace. Yes, he saved you. Yes, he's, he's, he's brought you into a, a new place. God brought you peace. And like I said, the world doesn't offer peace. Contentment. Fulfillment. You, we just, just it doesn't it doesn't afford us the ability to be happy with with anything that we have. There's always more. I have to have more. I have to have. Having is not a problem, but something having you is. And God wants you to be at peace. And you'll only live with peace in life to the level that you live in connection with God. So the level of connection that you have will determine the level of peace that you experience. Because the enemy's after your peace. He's after your confidence. He's after your joy, your heart, your mind, your soul. He's after your future. He's after your dreams. Don't give him any ground. Don't give him any room. Don't give him any territory in your life. You've been purchased with the blood of Christ. When, when, when Christ went to the cross, died, defeated death and sin, and rose victorious, you were purchased with a price. Don't give the devil any ground. I love what it says in 1 Peter 5, 8. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. This tells me he can't devour everybody. He can devour some, but not others. He can devour those that live in fear. He can devour those that allow themselves to get anxious and worry and nervous. And he can't devour those of faith. He can't devour those that say, I believe. Makes no sense. Countercultural, counterintuitive. Why would I do that? Why would I give? Why would I be generous? Why would I worship? Why would I pray? Why would I read the word? When we go to that place of God, I believe, he goes, thank you very much. John 14, 27 again. Peace I leave to you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world does, do I give it to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Church, peace is our portion. Peace is your portion in life. If you go, what do I deserve? You deserve peace. You deserve to do life. It doesn't mean you won't be challenged. It says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but they will be formed. It doesn't mean that the, the, the enemy won't try, that, that, that things won't happen. It just means that it won't overcome you. It won't prosper in your life. 1 Corinthians says, do you not know, and, and this is why we need daily connection with the Holy Spirit, says, do you not know you are the temple of God? The Spirit of God dwells in you. Do you not know God wants to fill you afresh daily as you connect with him? You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are a, a unique being. Called and purposed and made in the image of God to shine his glory in the earth today. When we place our, our lives in the hands of God, we can transfer any anxieties, any weights, any stresses. And right now, it's a pretty stressful time yeah. of change, of unfamiliar happenings, yeah. of things we've never experienced before. If you, what, how do you deal with something you've never experienced before? Yeah, it's true. What, what do you do? But we have the ability to go to God and say, God, you've said that all things are working together for my good. You've said you've got plans and, and purposes for my life that are to bless me and not to harm me, to give me a future and a hope. What camp are you going to live in? Yeah. 
Where are you going to place your feet today? I'm choosing Camp Faith. I'm choosing to step over here and say, man, I've got nothing. I don't know what to do. But God, your wisdom. God, your strength. God, your mercy. God, your grace. God, you'll lead me and guide me because you promise it in your word. Can I encourage you to turn your eyes away from, from this world being your source of peace and start looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. Start, just, just make a decision today. I'm going to look away. I found through this time that um, we'll be, I'll be driving in a car and, we'll, and I'll be driving with someone who got the radio turned down low so we can talk. And then instantly on the radio, uh, it's a COVID update. So you turn it up and you're listening to the update. What's the, what's the update? What's this? What's that? I'm like, why am I doing that? Why am I listening to a narrative that is directly opposed to, to God's narrative for my life? Because I still have to walk through this, no doubt. But it's not what God's called me to, to live according to or to have my emotions swayed by. He's called yeah, me to good. rise above. Yeah, I lift my eyes to the hills, to where yeah. my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. Yeah. It says, those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength, Isaiah. Yeah. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not fight. Those who wait upon the Lord. Yeah. It's always in waiting. It's always in stilling ourselves. It's always in ordering our thoughts and our emotions yeah. and looking to Him. Yeah. So today I pray that the Holy Spirit will, will reveal afresh to you will fill you afresh. I'm going to have George and Ainsley to come if you would. I just want to pray for you that if if there's dis-ease in your world, yeah. if there's lack of peace in your world, that you'd be filled afresh. Yeah. Matthew 5 says, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. God is never withholding. God is never holding back. He's saying, I, I so badly want to bless your life. I so badly want to fill you afresh with my spirit. I so badly want you to live at peace and to live as I created you. Will you let me move in your world? Will you let me move in your life? Will, we, will you let me? We're holding on so tight, generally, to those, those cares and concerns and fears and worries. I want you to let them go. Bible says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Cast your cares upon me. I'll carry them. I'll take them for you. Let me, let me deal with the things that are burdening you down. You go, my yoke's easy and my burden is light. Come and learn from me. God wants to lead you into a new day. And as I was preparing this message, I felt like God was saying it's a new day for the church. A day of peace. So can we just stand to our feet this morning? I want to I want to pray blessing over you. I want to pray the peace of God over you. But I want you to go to work on you. I want you to start pushing back. I want you to start fighting the good fight of faith. I want you to say, you know what, not today, devil. Not today. I'm not going to fear today. I love what it says in Matthew 6. It says, don't worry. Don't worry what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. Doesn't God know what you need? Stay in faith today. Believe today. Choose joy today. Because tomorrow's, tomorrow's got enough worries of its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. God's got that as well. Today, we are the chosen ones, the called out. We're those that have said, Jesus, be Lord of my life. As, and as a reminder to you all today, 
Anybody that's in Christ is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. We don't have to live like we used to live. We don't have to worry like we used to worry. We can live in peace. It's okay. I give you permission today to live in peace according to the Word of God. So if you're, if you're lacking in area, there's fears, there's worries, just lift your hands. I'm going to pray for us all across this room this morning. Heavenly Father, come and fill your people afresh today. Fears, worries, anxieties, distresses, cease in the name of Jesus. And Lord, pour out your peace. Pour out your joy. Father, I pray that we would see clearly all that you have for us, all that you're calling us to, so that we can truly and accurately reflect you in the earth. God, I thank you that we're living on mission, that we're set to serve, that you've called us to be your ambassadors in the earth. Father, I pray for transcendent peace coming upon every single life here today. God, I thank you right now. Pains and stresses, muscle tension, just, just breaks right now and a peace flows upon every single person's life. God, I thank you. Without you, we can do nothing, but with you, we can do all things. Mighty God, we worship you here this morning. Lord, it's a day of breakthrough. Some of you here, you're going to step into breakthroughs and just receive it. Let peace rule. Let peace rule. Let peace be premier in your world, number one, above everything else. And don't oscillate between fear and faith. Just say today, putting a stake in the ground. I'm going to live in camp faith.